Hey, what's up, Chapel of Change family? This is Pastor Brian, and I thank you for allowing us to come into your living room or uh, whatever space you're in right now uh, to worship, to lead you in worship, lead you in prayer, and now uh, lead you in the study of God's Word. I'm super excited to get into God's Word today uh, because I believe it's going to strengthen you and encourage you. Now, uh, before we uh, turn in our Bibles to Proverbs, if you have not been baptized and you want to be baptized, we're having baptism in the next couple weeks, text the word baptisms to 562-393-7330. If you need to be baptized, text the word baptism to 562 562- 393-7330. Now, let's turn in our Bibles to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 and 4. Proverbs chapter 3, uh, verse 3 and 4. I hope you are ready for the word of God, and I pray that you have been blessed this week. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 through 4. The scripture reads, Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Notice that phrase. And so find favor. Someone say favor. Now you don't have to turn there, but listen to this. In Proverbs chapter 84, verse 11, it says... For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. So today, uh, beloved, we are continuing our study on the favor of God. Uh, But more specifically, I want us to kind of focus in on the subtopic how to position our lives for the favor of God. How to position our life for the favor of God. There's nothing like the favor of God. We've been learning that. There's nothing like the favor of God. One drop of the God's favor can turn your situation uh, around. Uh, God's favor can heal you. God's favor can deliver you. God's uh, favor will prosper you. And God's favor will promote you. How many need a promotion at work? Hello, somebody. God's favor can make that happen. And our prayer is that we flow in favor in 2021, flow in favor and let the favor flow in 2021. Now, let's remember our definitions of favor. Uh, Favor is God doing for you what you cannot do for yourself. Favor is God doing for you what you cannot do for yourself. Uh, Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 says, For it is God uh, who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. So it's God working in us and favor is God doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Secondly, we define favor as favor is God graciously working to bless your life for his glory in any circumstance. That's what the 
favor of God is. It's God graciously working to bless your life for his glory in any circumstance. Key phrase, his glory in any circumstance. Now, how do we position our lives for God's favor? How do we do that, right? Remember, you cannot force God uh, to pour his favor upon you. God is not a genie. God does not serve us, but we serve God. But with that said, we can position ourselves to receive God's favor. We can position our lives to trigger an explosion of God's favor in our life. Last week, I used the illustration about music in the atmosphere. I shared with y'all that there's music in the atmosphere that you can't even hear right now. And the only way you're going to hear it is if you dial in to the right frequency. Once you dial in to the right frequency, then you pick up the music that is in the atmosphere, the radio waves. And it's the same uh, with our life in relation to favor. Some of us are not experiencing God's favor because our life is not dialed in to God's expectation. Our life is not dialed in to what God wants of us. And it's only until we dial in our life, dial in our minds, dial in our speech, dial in our behavior, our marriages, our family, to what God expects, then we will position our lives for his favor. So let's dig into this. Uh, how do we position our lives for God's favor? Number one is live in expectancy of good things. Live in expectancy of good things. I want to remind you of Psalms 27 verse 13. Uh, David says, I believe I will experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I believe I'll experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Um, the NIV version says, I remain confident in of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He said, I remain confident in in this, right? This this speaks of living in expectancy of good things from the Lord. Now, last week I introduced you to the law of expectation, uh, which says we tend to get what we expect. We tend to get what we expect. We tend to see uh, what we expect to see. We tend to feel what we expect to feel. We tend to hear what we expect to hear. And Jesus alluded uh, to this spiritual law on several occasions in Matthew chapter 8, verse 13. It says, then Jesus said to the centurion, go as you have believed, so it will be done for you. Check that out. And then in Matthew chapter 9, verse 29, when he heals uh, some blind people, it says, Jesus touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. Get that? According to your faith, let it be done to you. You could also say, according to your expectation, let it be done unto you. Now, let me take you a little deep. I want to encourage you to frame your world with favor. I want to encourage you uh, to frame your word, world, I should say, with favor. Uh, 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 you live in expectancy of good things 
by framing your world with favor. Are you in the start of your journey of restoration? Then frame your world with favor. Are you in the middle of a storm? Are you in the middle of hell and high water? Well, frame your world with favor. Are you always groaning and belly aching? Stop saying like everyone else, oh, it's just going to be one of those bad days again. Stop agreeing uh, with what the devil says over your life. And whatever you do, beloved, don't fall for that statement that says, hope for the best, but expect the worst. Have you ever heard that statement before? Hope for the best, but expect the worst. That's a lie from the pit of hell. And that's not for believers. You won't ever hear me uh, saying that. Uh, instead, we need to be like King David, who said in Psalms 23, verse 6, he said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. He said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Good things are following me. Excellent things are following me. Blessed things are following me. We need to frame our world with favor. There is a vocabulary of favor. There, there, there is a vocabulary of favor. What are you speaking over your life? Proverbs chapter 13 verse 2 says, from the fruit of their lips, people enjoy good things. The opposite is true too. From the fruit of their lips, people experience bad things. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, the New Living Translation says, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. There, there is a vocabulary of of favor that we need to pick up. We need to get in rhythm with. There's a connection between speaking favor and experiencing favor. There's a connection. I shared with you last week that when I was in prison, surrounded by chaos, I still framed my world with favor. I still walked around and said, I'm blessed and I'm highly favored in the name of the Lord. I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed coming out. I still framed my world with favor. I'm a free man in Jesus' name. I'm a free man. There's a vocabulary to favor. There's also a mindset to favor. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Proverbs 23 verse 7 says, For as he thinks uh, in his heart, so is he. What are you thinking? There's a, there's a mindset to favor that you have to have. You have to have. Listen, if we think God's thoughts and speak God's words, it will lead us out of defeat and into victory. If we think God's thoughts and speak God's words, it will lead our heart out of defeat and into victory. That's how you frame your world with favor and it opens up doors uh, for us. I remember about three and a half years ago, we started our Carson campus um, by renting a building on Sunday nights for about three hours. And we started to experience revival, started baptizing people on Sunday nights. People started surrendering to the Lord. We were experiencing the power of God. It was energetic. And about four or five months later, we got issued a 
a letter that in effect kicked us out of the building. We had 30 days to move out of the building. How do you move a church in 30 days? And where are you gonna go? It's not like there's church buildings opened up everywhere. So I remember me uh, and brother Jesse Lopez started driving around Carson. And one night we uh, were going to this Victory Outreach Church, just see if you know maybe they'll rent us a space on Sunday night. When we got there and we looked in the window, the place was empty. It was empty. And unknowing to us, that church had moved out of there about a couple weeks before that. And would you believe within 30 days, the Lord ushered us into our own building. And not only did we have Sunday night service, but we also had Sunday morning service and midweek service and our own building 24 hours a day. And we were able to put about $30,000 into it from the start. Someone say favor. That's the favor of God. Favor is God doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. And we're still advancing the kingdom of God in Carson right now. We're believing for a bigger building right now. Bigger building. Number two, recognize God's favor in small things. How do you position your life for God's favor? Start recognizing God's favor in small things. Luke chapter 16, verse 10, it says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And we cannot recognize, celebrate, uh, small blessings from God, we will not do the same with bigger uh, blessings. A lot of times God withholds big blessings from us uh, because we fail to recognize and appreciate and celebrate the smaller blessings that he's given us. And I think some of us need to thank God for the small things in our life. Some of us need to thank God for the for the socks you got on this morning. Some of you got to thank God for the shoes you got to put on this morning. Some of us got to thank God for the air that we breathe. Sometimes we take granted some of these things. And um, one of the things that the Lord has taught me is that we should always thank God uh, for what we have left instead of complaining about what left. Get that for a second. Always thank God for what you have left instead of complaining about what left your life. As long as you, if you thank God, if you start thanking God for what you have left, he could always multiply what you got left. He could always, he could always uh, expand what you got left. But if you're all just focused on complaining about what left you, you won't appreciate what you have left. So recognize God's favor in small things. Lastly, number three, how do you position your life for God's favor? Is give yourself to obedience. Give yourself to obedience. In Deuteronomy 28, verse one through six, listen to this. Deuteronomy 28, verse one through six. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow his commands, I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you 
if you obey the Lord your God. He said, if you obey the Lord your God, this is what's going to happen to you. If you obey, you will be blessed in the city, blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed. The, 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 your basket will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and you'll be blessed when you go out. He says, if you fully obey, if you obey, I will set you up for a blessing. In other words, I will pour out my favor upon your life. Beloved friends, church, when we live in obedience to God, we position our lives for his favor. You know why? Because obedience leads to favor. Obedience leads to favor. Obedience leads to favor. It's not just about saying, God, bless me, bless me, bless me. No, it's about fully committing ourselves to obey the instructions of God. You cannot violate the instructions of God willfully and then expect God to favor you. No, we, when we obey God, he is pleased with us and, and, and consequently uh, pours out his favor upon our life. It's about being committed to, to be what he's called us to be, becoming what he's called us to become, doing what he's called us to do. I want to challenge you this year, friends, to give your life to obedience. Give yourself to obedience to God's word. In what area of your life is God calling you to obey? In what area of your life do you need to pick up your obedience? In what area of your life are you disobeying God? I want to challenge you. You want the favor of God. You want God to pour out his blessing upon you and you want to position yourself for God's favor? Give yourself to obedience. So my friends, there you have it in our study. How do you position your life for God's favor? You live in expectancy of good things. You recognize God's favor in small things. And then you give yourselves to obedience. Let me pray for you. Lift up your hands if you're able. Lift up your hands to, to the screen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all those watching. I pray that you help them. I pray that you strengthen them. I pray that you help them position their lives for your favor. Lord, you want to do so much in their life. Strengthen them today, Father God. Help them to obey you, Father God. Those things you're dealing with them in their lives to do and to obey. Help them to, to get it right, Father God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, my friends, I hope you were encouraged by that word today. I want to encourage you as we transition to uh, prepare our hearts to give an offering unto uh, the Lord. If you're part of Chapel of Change, I've been challenging you to uh, start this year off by tithing unto uh, the Lord. And I wanna challenge you to prepare your best gift unto uh, the Lord today. As you prepare, remember, after we dismiss with a blessing, uh, you go on our website, chapelofchange.org, chapelofchange.org, you hit the giving button and uh, it's easy to give. Most of our church family give on our website. If you wanna give in person, uh, we have five outdoor services on the weekend, Saturday, 5 p.m. in Whittier, Sunday, 9 a.m. Carson, 9.30 Paramount, 11.30 Paramount, and then 5 p.m. Carson. You can give in person. There's, you can come worship in person. If you feel good and you're in good health, come worship us with us in 
uh, person. Now, we're going to be having baptisms pretty soon in the month of February. If you need to be baptized, uh, text the word baptism to this number, 562-393-7330. Text the word baptism to 562-393-7330. If you want to be on my text group, I want to stay connected with you uh, apart from the Sunday worship. You need to stay connected for a fresh hope uh Text your name to that same number, 562-393-7330. Text your name to that number. And I'm excited because in February, we're launching a six-week small group campaign. We're going to have various small groups for women, men, co-ed, youth. If you want to be a part of a small group for six weeks, the subject is soul care. And we want you to be a part of it. We want you to grow and transform. Don't just accept the blessing of God, but receive the transformation of God. Text group. Text group to that same number, 562-393-7330. And we will give you the options of small groups. Don't forget to download our phone app, chaplainchange.org. Go to that front page. If you have an Android or an iPhone, download that phone app. It has our latest sermons and teachings and articles and church alerts. Stay connected during these difficult days. Now, after we dismiss with the blessing, don't forget to give your offering online, chapelofchange.org. And if you're part of Chapel of Change, give your tithe unto the Lord. If you're able, let's lift up our hands unto the Lord and we will dismiss with a blessing. Lift up your hands unto the Lord. In the name of the Father, who loves you with an endless love. In the name of the Son, who died that you could live. And in the name of the Holy Ghost, who empowers you to walk in the favor of God, may you go this week with the protection and the blessing of the Lord. In Jesus' name, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. This is Pastor Brian. Can't wait to see you. We love you and take care.